Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, we got Frank Schwab back from Yahoo Sports to talk pain day with us. How you doing, Frank? Hey, what's going on? Everything good. I saw your um, article on, on Nick Bosa about uh, could he win the uh, defensive player of the year. I mean, between rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, this guy's insane. What is he, seven sacks and like a fumble recovery or a pick or something like that? The guy's just going off. He's dominating guys. That that front of San Francisco's is ridiculous. He's made him even better. Yeah, I mean, a grand slam pick, even at number two, when it was pretty obvious who you should take, you still, you know, you, you like to see him play that well. Look, I don't know if he's going to win defensive player of the year. There's a lot of good candidates. But the fact we're even talking about it and it's realistic says something about how well he's playing. I, guys come in at that position, and it's tough. It's, it's not something you just pick up right away. This isn't like a long line of running backs you see come in and just, you know, ball out. Pass rushers as rookies generally take some time, and here this guy is. He looks like he's just on a different level than a lot of guys. He's so athletic. He's so good. And, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talent up and down that San Francisco line. That's the strength of that team and the running game. I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is, is going to be up to the task come playoff time, but, boy, if you can rush a quarterback like they can, you can run the ball. That's a pretty good formula for the playoffs. The San Francisco 49ers are legit. So, I mean, uh, they are legit, and now they're going to play on a short week on the road in Arizona against Kyler Murray. Uh, you would think that they'd be able to handle them. Uh, People are wondering, you know, they've said they haven't played anybody. I don't buy into all that shtick either. I think every week is is painful in the NFL. Everyone you play, it's a nightmare. Even like the Steelers tonight having a nightmare time. Not that the Steelers are anything, but the Dolphins were up 14-zip in that game. You never know. Do you think the um, – how legitimate do you think they are? Do you think they're a Super Bowl team? I think it could be. I, I mean, the NFC is really, really tough. I, I prefer the Saints. I think they're just a – because of Drew Brees – they're just a better team, and Packers are really good. Vikings are really good. It's, it, But, yeah, the San Francisco is definitely for real. Look, people get too caught up with the schedule thing, and I get it. Like, you, you don't have to look at that. But kind of like you alluded to, there's no Coastal Carolina on the schedule. You're not going to be some 42-point favorite on a random Saturday when you need a week off. Like, this isn't college football. And all NFL teams are good. And San Francisco, we, we can't just downgrade every team they beat. The Carolina Panthers have won four in a row. The, the Los Angeles Rams, other than that game against the 49ers, have been pretty good this year. The, the Cleveland Browns have their issues, but they still have talent. And, and the 49ers blew out all, all those teams. I could see if this was, hey, you're catching a lucky break, you're getting the last like, a field goal. No, they, they're blasting these teams who are good, solid, talented teams. I, anybody like claiming you know they just haven't played anybody, no, that, that's ridiculous at this point. They've done everything they they had to do and more. This is this this team ain't going anywhere. It's a solid foundation, and they are a contender for sure. I mean, it's it's a tough NFC, but they're one of the reasons the NFC. Is so uh, Kenyon Drake went to Arizona. How legit do you think the job uh, Kingsbury's done with Kyler Murray? I mean, they're decent. They didn't look good in uh, New Orleans, but they had won three in a row before that. 
Yeah, it's been weird. It's been so up and down. Like even you know they go and beat the Giants, and that was fine. But Tyler throws for 102 yards. This isn't exactly air rate. You know, I mean, but there have been times when when they have looked very good. They're a lot more competitive than last year. I think that. You know, some of the things they do baffle me a little bit. Having Patrick Peterson basically, you know, playing off yesterday on, on Michael Thomas was strange. So, I don't know. I, I'm not sold yet on Kingsbury. But, look, it hasn't gone that badly. They've done some good things. They're better than last year. I don't think that it's not a Freddie Kitchen situation where you're already like, wow, this, this is just wrong and they're going to have to fire him. The, the Kingsbury is it's a good, solid foundation. They don't have a lot of talent. And at least, you know, the earlier returns are just fine. They, they should continue to progress. So why haven't the Falcons fired Quinn yet? I don't get that either. I mean, sometimes you hear, like, well, there's nobody on staff who could take over. Well, Dirk Carter's the offensive coordinator, and he just spent, what, three, four seasons as Tampa Bay's head coach. He could easily slide into that job. So I don't know what the holdup is. I, I, I know the players really like Quinn, but they're not really playing hard for him. I, it's, it's just a bad situation. Quinn took over the defense, and the defense has been awful. It just absolutely embarrassingly awful. I think of all, you know, we look at all the bad teams in the NFL. There's about five, six of them. They're just wretched. And the Falcons have the most talent by far out of those teams. There's no question at all. They should not be this bad. And it's almost like at some point you're just kind of almost putting Dan Quinn out of his misery, too. This has to be awful for him, just going out there. He has no answers. His defense looks terrible. They're, they're just not getting any better. I don't know. I, I've, I'll be honest with you. I've had a, we've had a story ready to go for three weeks in a row now. Hey, Dan Quinn got fired. I mean, it's, yeah. I just keep updating it every week because I keep expecting I'm going to wake up on a Monday morning and see, yeah, Arthur Blank finally, finally made the call. So, uh, Frank Schwabotis, why do you think, um, like, Tampa's got to get rid of uh, Jameis Winston? I mean, it's got to end. The bleeding has to stop. He's awful. I mean, it gets worse every week. He just, it's a, I, I can't even believe what I watch. He's got, I, I love Evans, but honestly, this guy throws uh, some of the dumbest passes I've ever seen. And then his coach says none of it's his fault. Like, he must be tripping. Yeah, I, I Jameis is just who he is at this point. It's not changing. It's year five. Like, this isn't it ain't going to get any better. This is who Jameis Winston is. The only reason I believe the Bucks might not dump him is just it's – teams make bad decisions when it comes to mediocre quarterbacks. It's just it, – they, they just it, they just lose their minds. They overpay guys because they're so scared of what comes next. The Buccaneers might be in a situation where they're like, well, if we cut Jameis, who do we have? And, the, you know, the, the GM, the coaching staff, whoever – you know, if they go get a new quarterback and he stinks and they go 2-14, they're, they're not saving their jobs. So it's almost like, you know, you have some familiarity and and, and uh, that is more comforting than, than going into the great abyss of quarterback. I, I don't think Jameis is going to be any better than this, but he if you just watch Jameis Winston's best plays, and there are some, I mean, it's not like it's it's rare. If you just watch his best plays, you think this guy is an MVP candidate. And then you turn around to turnovers, you're like, what is this guy doing on an NFL field? It's it's just he's he's just got the Jay Cutler syndrome where the mistakes are just never going to go away, and he doesn't. He's not a Brett Favre type of guy who just makes so many great plays he can live with the mistakes. He he's just this is who he is, and he's always going to hold his team back. What do you think of how bad the Bears are? It's crazy to me, and I, I, you start, you have to start to wonder about Matt Nagy. I, I don't want to, you know, dump on him already. It's been a bad half season. He was very good last year, but maybe we gave the wrong guy NFL Coach of the Year last year. Maybe that should have been Vic Fangio, who has a, who had an unbelievable year as a defense coordinator, and yeah, he's struggling as head coach of the Broncos. But Wade Phillips, North Turner, that happens sometimes. I, I just wonder. 
you know, Matt Nagy's kind of melting down with the criticism here, and he's, you know, lashing out the media. Well, what do you want the media to say? You're not a very good football team right now. Your offense is terrible. Do you want everybody to put a positive spin on that? I I don't know. It's It's been a little troubling. There's not a bunch of leadership there. His offense doesn't look very good. Very questionable yesterday to just settle for a 41-yard field goal. It's not like you got Justin Tucker. So, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to say, you know, every game is a referendum on Matt Nagy, whether he can coach. But, you know, the, the shine is off. Let's put it that way. We all thought this guy's the next genius after last season. And this season's been a lot different. I don't really think they're handling adversity very well. So, how about this talk that Brady's going to leave uh, New England and go somewhere else? And uh, I, I just don't buy any of that. I don't either. I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Because from any angle of this, Brady, look, I know you, you can at least talk yourself into a scenario where he's saying, I want to prove myself away from Bill Belichick, that it wasn't Bill Belichick. I can go do this with the Titans or the Bears or whoever he's going to end up with. But you're age 43, and this has so much Joe Namath with the Rams, Johnny Unitas with the Chargers potential. It's just off the charts. I, he's great. He is by far the best 40-year-old, 41-year-old, and 42-year-old quarterback of all time. They're not even a debate. But at some point, it's just, it ends. It ends for everybody. And I'd hate to see Brady just in a weird uniform kind of limping around and not, not playing very well and just kind of tarnishing his legacy a little bit. And on the Patriots side of it, they don't have anybody to take over. This isn't a situation where, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo is waiting in a wing, so yeah, sorry, let's just split with Tom. They don't, Jared Stidham's not the guy. If he is, we haven't seen it yet. So I don't know. I don't understand it from any logical standpoint, except, hey, maybe Brady wants to prove himself. He is a competitor. He's probably got the ego to think he can do that, but I just don't think it turns out well. Yeah, I don't either. I don't think he's going anywhere. He'll play there the rest of his career, and that'll be that. That's what I think. Frank, great stuff as usual. Thanks for coming on the bench tonight. Enjoy the rest of the Monday Nighter. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Frank Schwab of Yahoo Sports. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.